Hello and welcome to another episode of Fundamentally Challenged. My name is Dean. I'm Michael. And we are here to say not goodbye, but smell you later <laughs> <laughs> to one Miss D. I don't know how you say her last name. Um, Ewan. Ewan? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, I think... Um, you for sure know that um, D was infamously um, canceled this week. It was quite a drama. Uh-huh. I think it's like the biggest um, cancellation of this this era, like of these last two weeks, right? It's oh, Stasi Schroeder, <laughs> which is connected. I'll ex- I don't think you know about that, but there's like no, a, I know about that. Uh, we talked about okay, yeah, Faith? yeah, yeah. Um, and which get faith back. Um, but, um, yeah, Stasi D, um, Adam Bennett from Bon Appetit. Oh yeah. Who cares? Rap. That's not his name. Adam. Oh no, that's the editor of the New York times opinion page. Yeah. Um, Michael Rappaport. No, yeah. that's an actor. I Who think cares? his name's Adam Rappaport. Adam Rappaport, James Bennett. Yeah. Bunch of white guys. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, yeah, the D cancellation made a big splash. D is the new sherry pie. She <laughs> totally is. Um, she's like, um, just as, um, abrasive. And or, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Although we never got to know a sherry pie. Yeah, that's true. Um, for anyone listening who doesn't know, sherry pie was, um, a canceled RuPaul's Drag Race contestant who got canceled before the show even started so she just got cut out of the whole series and, and it was very jarring and she did nothing wrong <laughs> she i'm did, going on she, record she did nothing wrong she did some things wrong nothing wrong <laughs> she did some things wrong but um she was being awesome uh so should we go over like the whole timeline of how d's um cancellation happened yes let's okay so on oh i wish i had the dates for these posted i've screen grabbed everything that well, a lot of the things that happened, but I didn't keep the dates, which made it. Anyway, um, in the last two days, maybe, um, D tweeted, I don't know why some of you think I'm anti-Black Lives Matter. I've been saying that since the day I lost my virginity angel face emoji. Um, which is weird. Just initially, was she not saying that before she lost her virginity? <laughs> Yeah, like I didn't like black guys, but I don't. Yeah, I mean there are a million things that are wrong, but that's like the, that's like the. Uh huh. Um, I I mean maybe like it's so then, um, even like within that thread, some guy, some like fan, writes to her, read the fucking room. Um, all you posted was a black square and went about your day posting your lame ass thirst traps. Wake up, people are dying, shake my head. And she responds, people die every fucking day. You don't know me or what I do. I suggest you wake the fuck up and get off social media. Blackheart. Blackheart, yeah. Um, and I mean, the initial post is just like... Um, totally tasteless. It's totally tasteless. It's also a terrible joke. Um, and I don't like... I don't understand, like, I don't want to reduce um, anti-black racism to just stupidity, um, because obviously there's more to it than that. But this is also just like, like, like this guy saying, like, read the room. Like, how do you have, even if this is like what you're in your heart, your like truest tweet (laughs) you could come up with, like, it's dumb to put it up. Yeah, she, she can't read the room. Yeah. Have you seen her on the challenge? She, which is, she actually has like, um, uh, there is like a self sabotage. She's like one of those nerds that can't stop irritating the people around her, you know? And so they're like making fun of her and she doesn't know how to like get out of her own way. Um, yeah. And then, it went, the, then it went real far south. Yeah. So then, um, you know, a bunch of people were react. A bunch of challenge people were reacting online to this. Is all was taking place on Twitter. Do you like in the first tweet that Marie uh, tags Jemmy just to draw them into the drama? Well, <laughs> yeah. So um, Marie and Jemmy, um, well, they weren't the first thing that happened. So um, 
Bailey responded and she writes, this is not how you support Black Lives Matter. I'm disgusted and disappointed. This is not a trend. This is life or death for us. I'm posting for clout about the death of black people. Shame on you. Um, Can I interrupt for one second? Yeah. Firstly, I, we're like making a little bit of a joke out of this. Mm. We don't think we think this is funny, like insofar as D is an idiot. We don't think this subject is funny. Yeah. And we wish this had never happened. And we're appalled. Yeah, that's an important thing to say. Um, but like us sort of making a joke out of all of this shouldn't minimize um, how we truly feel. In fact, not to virtue signal, but we're volunteering in a black on garden <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, in case any of this seems unclear, um, we are fully in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, if you want to come march with us on the streets of New York, you're more than welcome to. Um, what's happening right now is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it really is. Um, they repealed 50-A today. In New York. In New York. Um, it's an amazing movement. And I think, like, um, uh, I think that, like, the swiftness with which D's cancellation happened was, like, um, speaks to the power of the moment. Yeah. Um, so dumb. She's so dumb. She's very stupid. And... Unsurprisingly, she's Australian. Um, it is. It's weird, like, that when you've been, like, saying she's annoying the whole time, and then she just does, like, the she gets as, like, peak annoying, you know? And that's how she's eliminated forever. Yeah. I really got my wish, which is never to see her again. Yeah. I wish it hadn't been because of this. You're <laughs> you're not going to. Um, um, well, let's return to So Bailey's post. Bailey calls her out, and then... Um, and she was like fighting back at them. And um, so then Swaggy got involved and he was like, um, or maybe she like came for, but yeah, she started fighting back. And then Swaggy was like, like, forget this. I'm like showing everyone who you really are. And he started posting, um, he started posting things from his DMs that D had written. And evidently D is like this real snake who, um, sends people fucked up messages. She, he said, D's going to text me, hey, make sure you tell Bailey to keep me blocked and you still talk bad about me. I'm thinking about storylines for season 36. Oh my God, she's such a sociopath. It is totally like, um, it is sociopathic and it's also just like, um, uh, it's lame. Like I think, um, I think it's like deeply uncool to be acting like your TV show self off of the camera, you know? Yeah. Um, um, anyway, Swaggy says, everything is not for fucking clout and drama. The fuck clown. I'm about to air her whole shit out using Black Lives Matter for clout. Um, and which Jenny responded to, <laughs> hang on, wait, does she not take a break from the game? I'm too busy living my life, um, which is true. Jenny will... Um, you know, I think she is trying to engage sincerely with the movement. Um, and But she is also <laughs> living her life out there and feeding her guinea pigs. Um, and so this included... So, like, this got a little convoluted, but um, it involved... It, the details about, like, how Swaggy is making money and, like, Wes's involvement in that got brought up. Um, and well, that relates to the friends with benefits TV show, right? They're all there together, which Swag I think is worth mentioning that Wes promptly fired D from their online platform. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. So then like Dave on swooped in and was trying to defend Swaggy, um, and Swaggy was like, um, came in to defend his own business. And he was like, let me clear it up. I had a business idea. Wes had contacts and resources for it for 5% of the company. Wes exchanged the contacts. I paid, um, I paid them to work for me. Four months later, I'm rich. That's all. <laughs> and, um, anyway. What do you think Swaggy does? Is um, he like a penny stock trader? I think, I don't. Bitcoin? I don't know what a penny stock. I mean, I know that it's Wolf of Wall Street? Jonah Hill? I think he does. Cocaine? <laughs> I think he does. Like, <laughs> I learned a little bit Bitcoin? this week about what Swaggy does. Um, and, like, one of 
one of the parts of his brand is about like learning how to like invest DIY investing. And so he has like all these YouTube videos. That's about, cool. Like, yeah. Sort of. It's sort of cool. It's sort of like, um, I mean like he's empowering people to be capitalists. Yeah. Um, um, which is not cool, but at least he's, at least he's, I mean, it's like uh, his, DIY is cool. Yeah. It's like do it your, yeah. And make your own fortune. He's probably also not like demystifying it for like people who, you know, it's like the average person yeah. yeah, can hop in on that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it helped him give Bailey that $27,000. Yeah, and so that was great. very cool. <laughs> that was also, very- I read on Instagram or Twitter that he said he made two, $2 million last year. I think that it is work. Like I, it's so hard to tell on Instagram, like who is real rich and who's fake rich. But, um, he, at least according to him, it's working. Um, and there's no reason not to believe that. Um, and he is swaggy, I guess. Yeah, he is, he is swaggy. <laughs> um, and uh, so eventually D gives her first apology that says, I'm sorry for the insensitive tweet I posted earlier. I was being defensive and not speaking from my heart, but there's no excuse. I also want to extend an apology to Bailey and Swaggy, who are my castmates and deserve my respect and compassion. Um. Which at that point, I think it was just like too late. Like this had happened. And um, what do you think she would have said if she had spoken from her heart? I think she was speaking from her heart. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole problem. Um, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, D is at the Friends with Benefits house and this is all going on. And then Wes tweets, I just got back from work an hour ago. <laughs> I haven't. In that hour, I've learned a lot of things. As a leader, I have to make rough, nuanced, and swift decisions. The decision is to ask her to leave my house and city effective immediately. Um, And so then the next chapter of this was Jemmy and Marie tweeting about whether, like, one of them found out that D was still in the house. And they were like, he's lying. He's not kicking him (laughs) out. And they were, like, coming after Wes. And it was, like, um, a sort of convoluted um unnecessary parts of this whole don't you thing. love jemmy and marie is just like old interlopers creating drama from the sidelines <laughs> totally i do i also um like marie hasn't been on the challenge in like six seasons <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. it's been a minute but um, um do you remember when you got that cameo from marie for graduating social work school <laughs> i do now <laughs> I do know. That was the first cameo I ever got. Um, it, was a, it was a good one. We have a cameo um, to talk about later. But um, so, so that I'll have. Oh, but also, yeah, I do love um, Jemmy doing that. I do. I do also really believe that Jemmy is like, um, you know, there's been like video of her like having poster making parties at her house and like marching in New Orleans where she lives. And I, I really believe her as like of all the demons that are on this show, all the white devils, I believe that she's like um, an anti-racist person who um, yeah, who's on who like would hold herself accountable or like, I don't know, I believe in Jimmy. No. Yeah. Okay. Although, no, you don't. Her dating Ryan Knight is like, was he cool too? Yeah, I think so. He was cool. He was an addict. Yeah, he's just depressed. R.I.P. But I think he was a, he was a cool person. Um, kind of, you know, <laughs> relatively. Um, and so, um, then after Wes, there is a statement from. MTV herself and from the challenge Twitter account, they post a statement that says, as a result of Dee's offensive comments on the Black Lives Matter movement, we have severed ties with her. Out of respect for our challengers, we'll air our season as planned. We strongly condemn systemic racism and stand with those raising their voices against injustice. Um, Although we're skeptical that they're airing the season as planned. Yeah, it does seem tonight like they have edited Dee out of the episode. Yeah, you like if it hadn't, she would have done a lot of grandstanding if she had beaten Maddie. Totally, it's also thirty minutes shorter than normal, which felt nice. Yeah, I don't know that this show needs to be ninety minutes. Although, I guess if 
we're, you know, we're making a podcast about it. We should like, <laughs> we'll never know what we didn't learn tonight. Um, and so there was a lot of reaction to this. Um, uh, the ones I thought were maybe important to read were, um, cams. And so what cam says is, uh, as for some of the challenge contestants, I'm definitely disgusted. This D situation, disgusting. The fact that some people are posting black lives matter and still follow the same girl that said racial slurs to Lee fuck out of here. I notice you. And I've said, I'm not surprised a lot of these people's opinions, my intuition always knows and can tell, but you really are out here. You're really out here publicly advocating for nonsense. What the hell? Nah. Um, and big T says, I agree. She has faced the consequences of her actions. I think now people need to leave her to fully understand and appreciate what got her here and what changes she needs to make within herself. I wish her luck on her choices and what comes next for her. Um, and, I guess Cam is referring to Camilla, who notoriously said something racist to Lee. Leroy that they didn't in that season they didn't actually I don't think air what she said. They aired her saying to him like they did air her being like, You're just like a weak black blah blah blah. But it seemed like that was not yeah, the worst she, I of think it. It was implied that she used a racial slur. Yeah. Um yeah. Um, Bummer. Mm-hmm. All around. And But they cut ties with her as well. Yeah, they did. But so um, Marlon got on Instagram and he... From uh, Real World Portland. Jordan's season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the challenge. Were they partners? I don't know. Marlon and... Marlon, I think, was also on the most recent season of X on the Beach Mountain Time. <laughs> X on the Beach. Marlon is, so, is so sexy. He's really hot. Um, and bisexual. Yeah, which is also sexy. Yeah. Um, is being bisexual always sexy? Or does it sometimes seem like crunchy and not hot? It's certainly sexy when it's a man who is hot. <laughs> To us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Uh, I'm not some really people... stressed about bi erasure, though, I have to tell you. Uh, is that biphobic of me? Um, I think we should want there to be, like, bi visibility, because, like, um, you know, the more the merrier, like, um, and it does seem like people are like, that doesn't exist, and obviously it does. Uh, yeah. Remember that you're bi for Coke? No, I don't remember that joke. That you slept with that lady for drugs? <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> well, now we've said it, so. <laughs> um, You're probably a lot like a lot of the challenge contestants in that way. <laughs> According to Cara Maria. Yeah. Um, it's Dee's apology. Oh, but was, no, but Marlon. Oh, Marlon. So, yeah, like Marlon had a take that um, yeah, we can play some of. Um, so obviously MTV can be. Uh, I'm not 100 percent with that move. OK, I'm pretty sure y'all already know that the climate right now is like, yo, Bravo is firing people for past transgressions. MTV, where you at? So this is my thing, right? So the whole Black Lives Matter and racism movement is all about giving fair treatment to people of color and minorities versus their white counterparts. So what I don't get is, is D made a insensitive tweet, right? And hand her within 24 hours. But we have a long history of other white counterparts who were actually malicious in their intent to be bigots and racist, and they have yet to be fired ever. They've even been invited back and given even more opportunities in more different ways uh, than their black counterpart, right? So I asked this, he's like, how are you helping the Black Lives Matter movement when you're literally feeding back into the institutionalized racism that we're trying to fight against, which is a white person can do something extremely bad and not even get tased by a police officer while a black man can be um, 
peaceful or even just remotely, you know, uh, calm in their demeanor and still die. Or the judicial system, where is a black person can have a very small offense and get the maximum penalty, whereas a white person can do something very heinous and malicious and they only get probation. So MTV has honestly, in my opinion, fed back into the thing that the Black Lives Matter movement is trying to fight against and perpetuate her with same racism in the sense of you took a person that is a minority or a person of color and you instantaneously gave them the biggest, most powerful punishment that you could possibly do while ignoring and not even handing out any punishment to white counterparts who did things maliciously with bigotry and with racism in their heart, but then perpetuated it by giving them even more opportunities later on down the road, enabling them to feel like what they did was right. But he was basically saying, like, he was saying what Cam is saying, which is like, um, yes, this person did something that was wrong. Um, but also, like, this show and this network are steeped in systemic racism and that, like, it is a bit of an empty, an empty act to, like, cut this one person out and act like that solves the problem. Marlon actually had, like, his take was that... Um, that D as like a woman of color shouldn't, um, uh, that it was like racist in fact to like have the woman of color be the scapegoat for the racism of the show. Which, he was referring to other people. Yeah. He was as well who, um, who were racist, I guess in ways that were less visible. Yeah. And but, I'm sure they are. I, I really do not doubt. Yeah. Like <laughs> Kenny. Yeah. And, Evan. Evan. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even know who else. Who knows? It's like, it's hard to say. Um, but it's interesting. It'll be an interesting moment for reality television because, like, the whole point is you hire, like, the most despicable people on earth and then air, um, like, the funny, charming thing, like, the funny, charming things that they do that are stupid and gross, but not, like, the actual dark stuff you know there are it's a like- lot of sociopathic people who are like very intense um social justice warriors there's, a, there's just gonna be a new breed of like delusional reality television like person you know yeah that's a good point. it's gonna be like there's gonna be a new level of insanity like someone i went to um art residency with uh-huh. who was like i'm an empath like i went to this trauma camp in Bulgaria where we all reenacted our traumas, like using giant rugs to roll around in. And she was a complete fucking psycho, you know, I don't want to, f- I don't like totally agree with what I'm about to say. Cause Alanis said I think counts herself as one, but people who self-identify as empaths are fucking psychotic. <laughs> if, they mean psychopath. Yeah. If someone is trying to get into your life and they claim to be an empath, Stay run, away. Run the other way. Unless they're Marlin. <laughs> yeah, then. <laughs> then. Do what you want. Get those kids. Then it's worth it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then D issued another apology, um, which I don't even think is really worth reading. It doesn't. It's really stupid. It's you not, should read it. It's not. Okay. She says, the last 24 hours have made me realize what is important, and that is forgiveness. That You can just read that. That's stupid. Which is like, what's important is for everyone else to forgive. <laughs> like, we're, we all love forgiveness, right, guys? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Who even remembers what bad thing happened? We just know we love forgiving. This is not a goodbye. It's a, I will see you again. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because, like, that's the thing. As much as I've talked about how this show is maybe difficult to cast, um, like, we, that's what's the cancellation of D is, like, you know, um, this is not a... Um, you, you don't have such a special talent that, like, yeah. you can't just be replaced. Like, yeah. sure. There are so many people who aren't even on this season who can come back. Yeah, Marie. Marie. Get Marie back. <laughs> Remember that challenge where Marie, no, it was it was on Battle of the Seasons where Marie's castmate who had red hair, um boy. No, it was a girl. No. She had red hair, and there was a challenge where they had to eliminate the other person by hitting them with a giant fish while they were standing on like a on like a I remember that challenge, and I remember that girl. But I don't remember that specific girl getting hit with that fish. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was during. Would a, you love it if Marie hit D with that fish? It was during a time. <laughs> um, it that was, was a good season. Yeah, it was. Frank. It was or like early Zach. Early Zach. Uh-huh. Zach yelling at um, Sam. Yeah, yeah, he really screamed at her. Him. Sam is trans. Yes. Are you sure? I think so. I don't remember. Well, regardless, I'm sure if you had known, you would have used gender, the correct pronoun. I watched Sam's episode, like season of the real world. I don't think that there was trans. Would you like me to to look it up? Yeah, I would. Sam, real world. Pronouns. Pronouns. Um... It's just talking about Sam Smith. Also full. (laughs) (laughs) Real world San Diego. Uh Um. Um, Oh, Sam is a... No, Sam was not trans. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, Just a stud lesbian. Yeah. Um, And there's some really... um, cute scenes in that season of the real world where Frank is like um, trying to come into his own as a gay guy. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. And just like the easiest way to come into that. Um, Not for him. And, and so is Sam and they like, um, they're just really like feeling early gay, this pride, like literal pride. Um, And it is sweet. Although Frank was psychotic. Um, And, so yeah, D apologizes and then um And no one cares. And no one cares. No one forgives. And me. then Wes Wes at the end of it, like at the end of the 24 hours or whatever, like really detailed what had happened, which had been like we were trying to get her out of the house, but she also he's like there was mental health issues. Um and we had to get her somewhere safe. And so I guess they had gotten like MTV involved and lawyers and doctors and found her like um, like a respite or a mental health facility that could house her um, while they got her back. <laughs> In Wes's explanation, he was like, I loved her like a daughter. This has been very difficult. It was the right thing to do. But like, please know that um, this has been really trying for me personally. Um, I, I don't know where she's going to go. Probably Australia, <laughs> which is, it was like a pretty like callous way to um, describe where your daughter was going to end up. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's a penal colony. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that was it. And then so, um, uh, but the like that headline has gone everywhere. Um, it was on the New York Post. Yeah. Post Weekly People. Um, D really Fox News. Uh huh. Um, yeah. It really had effect on all our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was that there, um, like I said, there is a, is a bit of crossover where Stassi Schroeder and Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules, um, were canceled for calling the cops on Faith, who was on what season? She's, she's on two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, her and Kaylee were friends or the power partners. She had a rivalry with someone. Mm-hmm. No, she had like remember she was partnered with like that really hot white girl, Kaylee. No, oh. it was that like, girl, she like Johnny. Like, like no, that was Natalie. Uh-huh. No, it was um, some girl who looked like she should be like a cheerleader for a cop football team. That wasn't Natalie. <laughs> no, Natalie is no. Okay. No, I promise you, she's only been on one season. Okay. Um. Uh, anyway, Stassi Schroeder called the cops on Faith and um, said she was like a murderer or something. Um, and Which is not a good look given Amy Cooper, the ultimate Karens. Yeah. And Stassi did it. And then like brat, like she like went on her podcast and was like, I did this. Isn't that funny? Um, and uh, it's been a real mess, but you know what? I think it sorted itself out appropriately. Yeah. For D. I don't know about Vanderpump rules. Yeah. I trust you. There is, there's just this, like, something um, characterological about D, about um, being, 
uh, I don't know, like a thirsty, like obviously like what's happening in those DMs and like this kind of behavior and her just kind of like general um, grading vibe. Yeah, she's like she has no real interiority other than her fame in the show. Yeah. Like she's never... She's like charmless. I mean, we didn't like her before this happened. Yeah. Like I've, you know, she's very annoying. Yeah. She cries a lot. Yeah. Um, which is actually not usually a bad thing. No, but it just sort of speaks to like, you know, if you think about it hard enough, it's like, well, God, what did that person go through that turned them into like this kind of monster? But that does not to say that she shouldn't have been kicked off. It's like absolutely the appropriate thing to do. Um, Can we talk about that picture of Nani? Yeah. As a palate cleanser. Okay, well let's um, let's get to that last because we also should mention um, that oh, Corey's yeah. girlfriend, who is Taylor from Teen Mom, we don't totally know. That's why he's trying to make all that money for her baby. Yeah, um, that some tweets that she had posted at some point saying like really um, insane things about black women came up, and so that special. Um, about their baby being born, that they shot themselves in quarantine that was supposed to air last night, didn't air. And then she's, she says she like walked away, is walking away from reality TV, but she obviously just, she is also canceled. We don't know what she's that means for Corey. Away. There was, Corey was, <laughs> because she's pregnant, she's making fun of pregnant people. I'm not making fun of people. I'm just, I'm just describing. How one might walk if they were canceled while pregnant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> you're proud of yourself. Um, and Corey, um, I saw Corey on like someone's Instagram live talking about how he can use these lessons to like educate the white side of his family, um, which felt like a someone was telling him to do that, which seemed like a patriotic. I know, I believe him. You believe Corey what? I believe Corey. No, no, he wasn't saying that. Someone was saying, well, now this is what you do with this, is take your lessons and go tell your white side. Like, um, which, (laughs) like, yeah, maybe Corey's white side of his family does need to. I don't know. It was, it felt strange. Um, And. But the most important thing that happened of the week Mm -hmm. is. Laurel. Who who <laughs> had to say something but fucking Jess, yes. uh-huh. who you may remember from being Bird's partner on Rivals 2 or something? I don't even think, like, I, I can't imagine that there's... How many people in the world do you think when we're like, oh, Jess from the challenge <laughs> would be like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. 300 people. I don't know, but I love those people. (laughs) Those are my people. Those are my people. I found my tribe. Um, People who hate Jess from the real world. Yeah, I don't even actually know what she totally said the full thing, but it was essentially some version. I think we should read it because it's so dumb and and really, um, maybe not. Well, she says, it starts off she her, with her saying, Dear Black Lives, <laughs> which is... Um, totally idiotic. So, yeah, like, um, She's- uh, attention, <laughs> attention, black people. It's me, Jess, and I got something to say. Like, who everyone was dying to hear <laughs> from in this moment. She says, you matter. You've always mattered. Evil lurks in all colors across the race. <laughs> but... <laughs> But please don't demonize all white people because of some irresponsible, evil people and a broken system. Um, And so um, our queen, um, Laurel. Who we should note is the voice in our theme song. Oh, yeah. um, Telling off Paula in Rivals 1, 2. I don't know. When they're in Argentina. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so Laurel clapped back at that and said, Jess, just listen right now. Now is the time for you to listen to what is being said. Do not defend because you are offended. Um, and that is really good advice for any white person who feels like they are having a hard time right now. Um, it's not bad that you feel that way, but, um, you don't even have to listen. You should listen. <laughs> yeah. You just don't speak. Like, uh-huh. like one should listen. Yeah. But like, just shut up. Yeah. And well, and also like, you know, um, 
it's natural right now. I don't know if people need to hear me talk about this, but like it's natural for stupid Jess to be like, wait, I'm not racist. You know, that first thought is um, not necessarily terrible, but it's like what you don't need to turn that into is then like broadcasting the ways that you are terrible. It's like, well, um, yeah, maybe you're not a monster, but maybe you can talk. I kind of thought she was a monster. Maybe she is. No, she, I, I thought that she was, and now we know she is. It's for sure, yeah. Um, um, but just like, um, instead of trying to defend yourself, look inward and figure out where you're being racist, because you probably are. What kind of food do you think she cooks? Chef Jess. Oh, I bet it's like, um, like giant plates of pasta for boys. No. She was always talking about like her brothers. I, no. We no. love to go four-wheeling and... No. I bet she's like uh-huh. three years too late to like um, healthy girl trends. She's like, kill salad. Uh-huh. She's like, I found an, a, an amazing thing. It's called almond milk. Yeah. Um, passe. Yeah. Food for nobody. Chia seeds. Um, one other non-cancel... Um, cancel thing that happened this week was that Nani is now posting photos with a boy (laughs) and I use presumably her boyfriend and she looks crazy in all the photos, but she looks happy. She looks happy. Um, and he's cute. He's cute enough. He looks, she just like, she's so indiscriminate. (laughs) It's just like, if they're cute enough and they seem that guy's more than cute enough. He's very, yeah, no, she likes, she likes really cute guys. Right. But, um, she, you just know that she's like not so concerned with, um, didn't she have a crush on Adam from her season? The inside. Adam, the delinquent. Who's Adam? Remember he was on the first season. He was on real world, Las Vegas. And he was like the delinquent drug dealing. Uh, oh, she did. and then he was on rivals one. With, she did. She loved him. with, with, uh, she was on Vegas. Yeah. She was on Vegas. With um with Dustin Zito. Yeah. Who I heard hmm. um is also canceled from who's also ca- there was a really good thread on Reddit hmm. about people who are no longer allowed to come back from the challenge. Uh, he got canceled for what? Um I can find it while we look. Okay. It's really actually an interesting it's like kind of more interesting uh than what D did? Than uh the episode. <laughs> Um, uh, this list of people who are canceled. Um, I do think it's interesting to think about like Corey's girlfriend being canceled, who he's like, obviously his MTV brand is attached to her. So like, can he come back and like, can you cancel someone who's, I don't know, um, like not white. Obviously they can cancel D, but like Corey seems black and then like cancel him for something a white woman said well i don't think he's canceled they didn't say anything about it on the show that's true um i don't really remember i can't find uh this list oh here it is no 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 sorry um but they said he got can't he got canceled he dustin zito had had like a fight with the producer um, like a physical fight? I think so. Or he was on parole. Um, it was he was so sorted. S- he was so sweet on The Real World. I loved that um, that journey of watching that girl who loved him figure out how to like date a guy who had done gay porn. Yeah. Um, there's also pictures of Bear doing whippets, which you think is boring, but I think it's pretty funny. Um. I think I was, when you were talking about whether we should talk about what Bear had done, I thought you were talking about, um, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> no, I don't care. Bear's um, whippets. Bear's whippets. I bet Bear does so much coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we get to the episode? Yeah, but we also have to say that um, uh, one... A uh, cool thing that did happen this week was that I went oh, on yeah. I went on Cameo to see um, who what Cameo was doing like for this movement and if like um, there was some way that like that website was giving back because I know that a bunch of challenge people um, are on there and 
what Cameo is doing is they're giving, so you, you pay a fee for the Cameo and then a portion of that goes to the celebrity and then a portion goes to the website. And there were certain celebrities who were, um, the website was just going to donate instead of taking a cut from them, they were going to give it all to the NAACP. And the only person from the whole challenge that was doing it was Leroy. That's cool. Yeah. So I sent, I, um, bought one from Leroy. How um, much was it? It was $30. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. good use of $30. Yeah. Um, so that was, was total of like $3 <laughs> to the NAACP. Um, but, um, and so I sent the prompt that I sent him was like, um, like, Hey Leroy, like I explained that, like, I was like, I just wanted to see what they were doing. And I saw you're doing NAACP. It's so cool. I host this podcast. Um, and, um, I'd love to know your thoughts on the movement. Um, and are you and Cam coming back? And so he ended up giving, like, I've gotten cameos in the past and they're often like, 30 seconds or like 45 seconds and Leroy sat down and gave us like a full four minutes of his thoughts about what was happening with Black Lives Matter and which I think is really generous with his time and obviously he cares a lot. Um, He did not quite, while we appreciate it, he did not quite understand what we were asking of him. Well, I don't, I think he delivers it in a way where he's trying to think about who is getting the message. And I think he's tailoring it for like, it was like, Oh, we're Dean and Michael, like it was obviously two white guys. Um, and I think he's trying to think about, um, like the average challenge viewer. And so he's being like really, um, diplomatic about what black lives matter is and what this moment means. And um, I think he's really trying to, like, not offend anyone and just explain in the most sympathetic terms why black lives matter, (laughs) which should not be a hard concept (laughs) to wrap your head around. And a little bit about systemic injustice. Yeah. And um, so um, the message was um, one we had definitely gotten earlier but it was really sweet for him to give that much time for $30 and um and he also looks great and he also looked great and he also said that him and Cam are going to come back he just needed time for his mental (laughs) he said I don't know what that means um I'm excited for them to come back I really want Leroy to win a challenge he really deserves it he deserves a lifetime achievement award yeah him and Nani what if they did like best real world, uh, the challenge, best friends and him and Nani were on it together and they got first place. I saw, um, somewhere on Instagram this week, like, um, uh, uh, fictional lineup of, um, challenge allies oh, yeah. as a season, which oh, that's like, a great idea. it's like, seems very obvious. Who are some of them? Do you remember? No, but it doesn't matter. Like, Georgie um, and bear. Georgia and bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and Leo is so sweet. He also was like, um, like, I want to say that I want to come on your podcast, but like, I don't, <laughs> my mind is somewhere else right now, but like one day maybe I could. And he like, doesn't even know what it, that it's like. We just, also didn't invite him to the podcast. No, he just was like trying to be sweet about that. It was um, really cute. But we do want him to come on the podcast one day. Yeah. And I think like, Michael, I think we should just, um, you know, for all the attention that we have paid to like stupid D and yeah. her like yeah. non um, or like callous and, um, and racist racist um, tweets. Um, I think that we should actually just insert Leroy's like entire the audio of the message. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll okay. do that now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dean, what's up, my brother? I really appreciate uh, you reaching out, you and Michael. Shouts out to you and the Fundamentally Challenged podcast. I would like to say that one day I will join you on there, but I really am just not in the, in the mental space right now to be to be doing podcasts. But, but maybe one day I could definitely see myself possibly doing that. But you definitely have my support. Um, as for the Black Lives Matter movement, which is something that I 100% support, And I want you guys to understand that the Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that all lives don't matter. I agree, and I'm sure that all of the Black Lives Matter movement agree that all lives matter. But the reason we say that is because Blacks feel that America doesn't feel that 
Black Lives Matter, not even just America. Sometimes, you know, in other countries or whatever the case may be, but specifically in America, we feel as if we don't matter. And we say that because we've watched within the past month and a half, three things happen. We watched the kid that was jogging in Georgia get killed by two people in his neighborhood for, and he was doing absolutely nothing. Who knows how they're going to get charged? One of the guys used to be a cop. Then we see the the white woman in uh, New York City with her dog, and she put the fake police call on the phone. And then um, the thing with George Floyd. So at this point, this has been going on for years, and blacks are just fed up, and these different things are happening. Even the Trayvon Martin thing, okay, he got killed by George Zimmerman, who was a neighborhood watch guy, and he got off. So that's what makes us feel like black lives don't matter. And whenever we speak up or whenever we protest peacefully, there's no change. So right now we're so angry that the only way we know how to react is through breaking shit, through violence. And the crazy part is, it's not even a majority of blacks is doing this. Now pay attention to this. Let's just say I've seen um, in Dallas, somebody set up a whole thing of bricks in uptown Dallas. I actually used to live there. And it's a setup. You know, somebody, I could, I could be a white guy and throw a brick through a window and nobody sees it. But some black people walk by and they see that this hole is busted in the window. They go in there. Now they're the ones that's being filmed coming up out of there. So it's not to say that, and I don't, I don't support anything that has to do with looting or stealing or violence. I'm all about a peaceful protest. I went down here in Las Vegas and protest, but blacks are just tired and, and for an example, some whites don't get it. Okay, look at Drew Brees. We got whatever going on, and he speaks about the flag. A guy just got murdered, and you, you care about somebody standing for the flag. And when, when Colin Kaepernick basically told you that it wasn't even about uh, the soldiers. So, I mean, this is definitely a, 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 a touchy subject. But for me, I'm always open to have conversations with anybody about it. Um, as I said, I don't, I don't like hate. I don't think that all cops are bad. Um, there are some very good cops out there, but the system is designed for, for us to fail. And I just wish people, white America, you know, would realize that. And, and it's not about, you know, people all say, well, you know, blacks kill blacks. And I get it. There is a lot of black on black crime. I don't like that neither. I don't like any crime. But when these blacks kill blacks, guess what happened to that black that's still alive? He goes to jail or she goes to jail. These police officers are getting off and walking Scott free with just not having to deal with anything. We're tired of that. Thank you so much for reaching out. I love both you guys. I wish you guys peace and blessings. And um, for the next half of 2020, hope it's good for you. Keep praying. Keep watching the show. Thank you for support. And Cam and I will definitely be back. We're not sure what season we'll come back on. We just need to sit this this one out. You know, I needed to, to clear my mental. And um, yeah, as I said before, I would tell her. I will send her your your love, and uh, I'll holler at you guys later on. Peace. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Something right. funny happened. Thank you, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Our notes. So the episode begins with a title card. Oh, what's it called? D. What was the title card? It says due to. Oh yeah, no. Remember um, the. Uh, like the description on the DVR was like, "D's getting a nasty surprise." Yo, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, she sure is. Yeah, um, and but the episode actually starts. Oh, it starts with like due to D's racist co- comments on Twitter. We've severed ties with her. Out of respect for the rest of the contestants, we'll you know air the season as planned. She, yeah, she won't be at back at the reunion, which is virtually the same thing as they did uh, with Sherry Pie. Yeah. Maybe I Vi- just maybe Viacom has like a standard procedure. It must feel so insane. <coughs> Excuse me. It must feel so insane like getting famous for nothing basically, right? Like the amount of like narcissistic inflation that would have happened over the years for D on this show and then all of a sudden the illusion of it is just like gone. Like it's just like it actually there was nothing special about you. The world doesn't need you. It's over immediately. Um you just got lucky. Like that must be really crazy making. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Um anyway, that's how this. Sh- but that's why you've got to have a second career. <coughs> that's why Swaggy. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Swaggy and Bailey have a cavapoo. What? Yeah, <laughs> named Velvet. You can follow it on Instagram. Oh, I'm <laughs> the picture of it right. Now. Yeah, it's pretty cute. 
it's not as cute as my dog, but who's also a Kabapoo sitting mm-hmm. right here next to me. Um, okay. So the episode begins with Maddie talking about how she wants to go in. Um, and I really am like always wanting more from Maddie. I'm always wanting to care about her more. I like looking at her so much. Um, she seems really strong. Um, and yet, Sorry, I'm distracted. I'm looking at um, Kavapoo. The Kavapoo. It's the baby. They're Kavapoo. Yeah, it's three weeks old. And ba- um, Swaggy's been posting things about it just being like, I'm going to protect you for your whole life. I'm going to like do everything for you. It's um, been very sweet. Yeah, it's he's wearing a mask. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Maddie wants to go in. She has a tattoo that says fearless. She's like, I got to be fearless because of my tattoo. Um, this is a really dumb tattoo. <laughs> good mantra be fearless it's yeah I mean it is important it's one you keep on the inside of your head though yeah it's as she was saying I was like trying to imagine the moment when it like occurred to her like I do think it's important to be fearless and then just like getting that etched on her body Josh is wearing a mask as he talks with Nani about strategy a sheet mask sheet mask Uh he's nice skin yeah, we've yeah we talked multiple times tonight about that. Josh is beautiful um, on the inside and out. Yeah, he's like a weird. He's like <laughs> um, he's like a weird. Um, he's like a beautiful troll or like a beautiful ogre. He's like a beautiful Trek bloated crybaby. Yeah, he's like a beautiful sack of potatoes hitting <laughs> water. Uh-huh. Um. You know what I like? It, given everything that happened with Dee and Corey and all these degenerates, like Josh is crying and, um, you know, boohooing and histrionics is like makes endears him to me. I'm like, you know what? You're okay, Josh. I don't think Josh would have made, he didn't make yeah. such a stupid fucking tweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're setting it up. So it's like, they're like reminding me that Josh and Nani are friends, <laughs> which became an important plot point. But like, did you, I didn't remember that. I don't know. Um, I only know mostly about Josh and his enemies. Yeah. Wes, <laughs> Johnny. That wasn't something I knew. And so Nani is like, blah, 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 about going in. Oh, she and, wants to go in. And Josh is sitting there with a sheet mask and it feels like the least um, charismatic friendship I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> um, so they move pretty quickly. I mean, this is a quick episode. And it's the first challenge that actually I think we would want to do. It seems, um, seems fun. It seems like it is both exciting but not, like, stressful. Like, it's like, like what? You hit your head on a cardboard uh, it's box. Not, you're not going to get hurt, but, like, you will have – there will be thrills. Like yeah. a slight – It's like a roller coaster yeah, where you're close to the ground. Yeah, a slight adrenaline rush. And it's also something um, that you I could do to, like, pick flags. Yeah, so they they get strapped to either side of a tank in pairs, and they have to get driven through a field, picking up flags from the ground, while like um, those color dust explosions or color powder explosives. Those color kind of, bombs. Yeah. Which like I was trying. Um, they love them on this. I know. And do you think that like the day those were invented, that like in the Bonham Murray office, they like everyone came their pants, <laughs> like they've used them so much. Maybe they um, meant to buy like a hundred and they bought a thousand. So they're just it's like trying to incorporate up. it and everything. It's like me and those sardines. Yeah. But it's just, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like, um, uh, it's part of like an aesthetic of like the, the same aesthetic that those slow motion fish in the face was like, of like certain kind of like, um, you mean the one that Marie's cast? Yeah. Like it's, it's from an era of like, um, visual tropes i I didn't know that fish in a face was a trope but okay (laughs) it was there was a moment in time when like slow like high slow motion high def became really easy yeah i get that but but did people get hit in the lot in the face with a fish different things sometimes a fish like a punch you get punched in the face and you're like cheek would quit yeah or like a water balloon exploding on your head i like the idea of it just being for fish it wasn't just about fish but it was about you know i know i know what you're saying Okay. Um, 
so they have to get these flags that have radioactive symbols on them, which just always remind me of people with HIV um, getting that tattooed on themselves. Oh, I did not know that that was a thing. It is a thing. Um, um, it's like a in the past thing. I don't know that. Uh, it's like a pre-prep thing. Well, we know Melissa is going to be important this episode because she's appearing a lot. Um, so the the drama of this uh, challenge is that some contestants uh, work together. Like Kyle, Rogan gives Kyle all his flags, and someone and Jenny Nani. gives Nani all her flags. Yeah. And uh, when they're supposed to be competing, when they're supposed to be competing, and then um, uh, TJ is like, "You're cheating. You're all disqualified." And the real winners are Melissa and Josh. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand why they got in trouble for cheating. Like, cause when they first started to cheat, I was like, Oh, that's a good hack. Like it's obvious to the people who were setting up the game that like, that wasn't an option, you know? Um, why are they getting in trouble when like Johnny was looking at the side of that bin that told him those colors four weeks ago? You know what I'm talking about? Johnny cheated oh, three weeks ago. I don't know if Johnny cheated. Why is that what he did different than what they're doing? It's just a different way to do the thing. Well, Johnny won because of an oversight on the producer's part, whereas this is not following the rules. But the rules never stated don't work together. Yeah, I think that was a little shady of the... Shady of them to disqualify them after that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, they get disqualified. It's not our choice. <laughs> also, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't care about who's in tribunal. Um, yeah, Johnny joins the tribunal, um, and they're conspiring to send Dean because everyone hates her. And yeah. she's also a strong competitor. It was a really um, strange night for, like, how much of a villain she was on the show. Yeah. Um, and they cut out all of her confessionals. So we kind of like didn't get to see her, the, her usually annoying, weird interiority coming out. Yeah. Her gurgly voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bar time. Oh, Maddie wants to go and she volunteers. Uh-huh. She says it's her time. Now it's bar time. Nellie plays. Melissa wants to throw in Bailey. Nani's mad because she's done nine seasons and only gotten to one final. I, yeah, is that true? Nine seasons and one final? It feels like more than nine seasons. It does feel like more than nine seasons. I wonder what season she got to a final. Oh, she was in the final? No. I don't know. When this season ends, in between this and the next one, we should recap that whatever season Nani made it to the final. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. But she's bugging out. At she's the bar. bugging out mm-hmm. at the bar. Um, so the tribunal re-meets. They want to put Dean in as the burner vote, and Melissa doesn't want it. And Josh and Johnny Pinky swear her not to put Dean, which, like, come on, Melissa. Don't you know any? Even we, you know, like, you're going to trust Johnny. Um, yeah. Um, that's at the bar, right? I wrote down, I don't know at what point this happened, but... Um, at one point, there's this shot of Swaggy and Bailey doing this little, like, couple handshake oh, yeah, with each cute. other. It's adorable. Yeah, they're a real cute couple. They're a very cute couple. Um, and so they go... This is a pretty quick um, episode. They go to confessional. The episode is 30 minutes shorter because oh, yeah. they, they cut D out of yeah, the Yeah, they cut... So D was obviously complaining about being nominated the whole... Uh, um, the whole there's probably a lot of drama about like them wanting to eliminate her and her suspecting that who wants to eliminate her and her paranoia yeah et cetera et cetera which how like um so we just went through this with sherry pie where she was cut out of the season for um sexual crimes yeah, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> for weird sexual crimes and i feel like because sherry pie is like a gay white person i feel like more free to be like um, I wish they didn't do that. Like, it doesn't make me feel better to have her cut out of the season. It just actually makes it feel like you're sidestepping this thing that happened. And that doesn't feel like a reckoning or a healing or 
for D or for sherry pie? That's how I felt about it with sherry pie. I don't feel, yeah. I feel with D, like, um, there's more, it's kind of like pain in the air around the thing that D did. And it's also like not my pain. So I, um, you know, so I don't know. I feel less, with sherry pie, I feel like I wish, I definitely know I wish they had have left her into the show. I don't feel that way with D about tonight's episode. Um, yeah, I don't miss her. No. Um, and anyway, um, so they go to purgatory. And coffins. I see coffins, and I immediately know. Yeah. Dean and I neither of us want to do this challenge. Yeah, terrifying. Um, uh, so Melissa votes in Bailey, and Bailey gives her a nasty look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Johnny asks, wrote weirdly and kind of like slightly it's, misogynist. I, not even slightly. It's like, um, it's like can I, can I sacrifice your girl? <laughs> and then Rogan's like, take the woman. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not slight. The misogyny. Um, it's gross. He asks if he can throw a D in and, and Rogan says, yes. And mm-hmm. you know, everyone gasps. And then Josh it, also votes for D. Wow. Yeah. That was a good moment. Like that, in that moment, I was like, oh, this is why you keep Johnny around. Um, it was because of betray. Yeah, it was a thrilling. It was thrilling to watch them do that to Melissa, and it hasn't happened in a while. No, um, the voting on this can become kind of like Routine. road. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was great. Um, so th- Melissa's real mad, and uh, the challenges they have to dig got through one set. What? <laughs> Wait, you he keeps on giving me a look like I'm forgetting things. You did. You skipped over. Um, so they're like all the other challengers are reacting to D having been thrown in and they cut away to Bailey who says, you know, for a second, I feel bad for her, <laughs> but then I remember that she's dirty D and she deserves it. <laughs> and then she gives a really awesome look. She gives like a facial shrug. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. That is good. Bailey's a really good character. She's great. She's rich too. She's, got those two million dollars and she's a kawapoo <laughs> we should get her on the podcast to talk about kawapoos yeah and they're they haven't i'm following their dog now yeah they're just a baby though he's an angel where um, do you think they live la i know they live in la they've been following like um been watching them react to like what's happening outside of their building um, which seems intense everyone in la keeps like um i keep hearing from people in los angeles that like um, right now, things are very, like, intense and angry, which is not what New York feels like. It feels intense, but it feels, like, supportive and cool. And um, uh, seems pretty crazy. People are getting beaten with clubs and tear gassed. When you are on the street in New York right now, if you are protesting, it feels beautiful and and intense. Righteous. And, but it feels, yeah, it feels righteous and it feels... Um, like an incredible thing is happening. And if you ask me, the, my first response is not that it feels angry. It did. The first- Maybe people in LA are so chilled out that whatever they experience is the same as us, but uh, they're experiencing it as much more angry. That makes me so proud to not be from LA. <laughs> the first night I went out in New York at the Barclays we Center. Went out. The first night we went out. I was there. It was, there was anger. There was a lot of rage. It was intense. Um, but since then that would not it's not that it's been beautiful and i'm i don't mean to say that to like wash over um any violence anyone has experienced at the hands of police um i just mean that for the most part um people are just trying to help each other people non-police people are trying to help each other um speaking of helping everyone becomes concerned when D stops moving. Yeah. And everyone's like, is she dead? <laughs> she is she dead? dead? <laughs> they and don't we, actually really explain why. Yeah. <laughs> she, which I guess maybe there was a D confessional of her oh, being yeah. of her being like, um I, I got soy out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of a really hilarious tweet and I just couldn't move for a while. <laughs> um <laughs> they, <laughs> too soon. Is it? Can I not make fun of her? Um, no. So they're digging. Maddie is too big. She's a big woman. Yeah, she's large. And uh, they're digging, and it seems like Dee is going to win, and then she does. 
And it's real weird. Like she's like, normally they'd be like cut to her being like, I won. I showed everyone, but they just ignore her. And, and almost you like see her. And it's like, when you see her, like not having done any confessionals the whole episode after, you know, three seasons of her crying and screaming yeah. and taking up a lot of attention. It's yeah. just, it's like a really bizarre kind of uncanny feeling that when she climbs out of that coffin, it, they don't even show the front of her face. Really. It's yeah. like the shot of the back of her head. This is how, you know, gay people don't story produce that show. Um, which is that in her triumphant moment, they give her a song by the Cardigans to win to, which is a power song. <laughs> and um, if you were really trying to punish her, you would play, you know, I don't know, like... Um, Butterfly, Sugar Baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Crazy Town. Yeah, you play Crazy Town. But she got the Cardigans because straight people... Don't know anything. Yeah. Um... So yeah, she wins. Maddie goes home. Maddie seems like totally thrilled to go home. Yeah, she's happy. She tried her best. She's cool. Maddie seems cool. Yeah. Um, TJ says, um, definitely not the last we've seen of you, which I don't like. It does seem like when he's saying that, it's true. Like he. Um, well, if D goes home, we'll see if he says it to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think D is going to make it to the finals? I think she is. Yeah. What if she wins? Who's her main competition? D is now after D. Jenny. She, yeah. D won last week, like mm-hmm. $5,000. Oh, I don't know. She won last week for what? She, that Burger King. Oh thing, yeah. Um, that put her in, um, the most, like her and Wes are tied for like the most amount of money one of who's on the season or maybe of all time or something. I think Ashley's won the most yeah she's won it like it put her um into some kind of category of winning more money who's it was she, it was $300,000 money on the challenge um top 10 earners in challenge history mm-hmm. would you like to know yeah Johnny Bananas this is as of two years ago so yeah. it's changed let's okay. see if I can find a more current one um, I was surprised by three hundred thousand dollars. That seems uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you uh, the so Ashley, um, Ashley, who I'm desperate to get on the podcast. Yeah, who's in Ecuador right now? Stoned. She'll come on it. She'll yeah. She loves to talk. She loves to talk, mm-hmm. but she's good gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, she's won one million one hundred thousand dollars. Jordan's won second most. Turbo's won third most. Johnny's one fourth most. Car Maria's fifth. How much is Car one? Six hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, Johnny's won six. Jordan's won three challenges out of all the challenges he's been on. He has a one. He has a two to one or one to two win ratio. That's um, better than Jordan's. Better, better than, than Nani. Better than Nani. <laughs> um, yeah, better than zero, Nani. Zero for nine. Um, yeah. Uh, D is, yeah, D's ninth for, she was on Geordie Shore 17, season 17. 17? The 17th season. Is that, is that the Jersey Shore? That's Jersey Shore. If you think that Australia, no, for Australia, the Jersey Shore, that's like, it's like putting a grilled cheese between two pieces of cheese. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Australia. (laughs) Yeah. Back to Australia. So, Yeah. That's it's been a week. Um, good luck, Australia. Yeah, good luck, Australia. Having D back. Take good care of her. <laughs> Bye. Bye.